Say that you wanted to ask someone out, but you're afraid of getting a no and being rejected. Which do you think is going to be more useful for you? To remember all the times someone said no to you? Or to remember that in previous times in your life, you gathered the courage to ask someone out and you were able to approach that other person, you were able to connect with them, and that the words came out of your mouth and that in some occasions, the other person gave you the answer you were wanting. Which do you think is more useful? I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. This is the last episode of 2022, and wow, what a year it's been. Before I tell you more about it, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, for sharing it with friends and family, and for helping me bring transformative communication tools to more people around the world. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm grateful you're here. And I hope you will keep listening throughout 2023. In this last episode of 2022 of the Language Alchemy podcast, I want to talk about an important aspect of the journey of transformation. And that aspect is to acknowledge our qualities, accomplishments, and capacities. When we embark on a transformative or alchemical journey, We tend to place a lot of attention on what's not working, on what we would like to change. And of course, it's important to do that because when we are in a journey of transformation, we need to know what we want to change. And in that process, it's very important to be aware of our patterns that give us the opposite of what we want, to intimately know our unwholesome communication habits, to understand the negative impact of our reaction communication patterns, and also to know the usual ways in which we communicate that keep us stuck or in pain. Knowing all this is very natural. In fact, many neuroscientists and neuropsychologists like Rick Hansen talk about how our brains are so used to tracking negative experiences. And that is because when we were young, Tracking what was negative or dangerous or unsafe was a matter of survival for us. However, as our brains develop and as we enter into adulthood and maturity, when we are in a journey of transformation, it's very important for our brains to not only to recognize what's not working, but also to acknowledge what has worked, what we have accomplished to know the tools that we have gathered and put to good use to heal, to have more loving relationships, to have more sincere and authentic interactions, and to have a more fulfilling life. That's right. Our brains need that recognition. Not because it's nice to give ourselves a pat on the back, but because every time we acknowledge our own abilities to ourselves, we start directing our attention towards our inner resources, 
towards our abilities. And when we do this, when we encounter some difficulty, such as a challenging interaction, the backside of our brain, where the brainstem and the amygdala are, you know, the part of our brains in charge of alerting us of danger, the one that's usually tracking what's unsafe or dangerous, that part is more relaxed. And the part of our brains that, among other things, communicate to us what we have learned, the lessons we took from our experiences. That part of the brain, the neofrontal cortex, is there to support us and to give us the message that we have what it takes to face that challenge, that interaction. Say that you wanted to ask someone out, but you're afraid of getting a no and being rejected. Which do you think is going to be more useful for you? To remember all the times someone said no to you? Or to remember that in previous times in your life, you gathered the courage to ask someone out and you were able to approach that other person, you were able to connect with them, and that the words came out of your mouth and that in some occasions, the other person gave you the answer you were wanting. Which do you think is more useful? I know, it's a rhetorical question. But the thing is that so many of us, when we're confronted with something hard, we tend to pay more attention to the hard aspect of that thing than to our capacity to face it. Because when we faced something hard in the past and we did it successfully, we didn't take the important step to acknowledge ourselves so our brains only registered the fact that this event was hard and it didn't register that we successfully faced that event and that we're here to tell the story. If you've been following me for a while and have been using these transformative communication tools successfully, then it is very important that you take the time to acknowledge your capacities your qualities, your successes, and your abilities to communicate with clarity, with confidence, and compassion. I want to give you now some examples of some beautiful communication accomplishments and transformations that I had the honor of witnessing during 2022. This year, some of my clients were very sick or they had someone close to them who were having a physical or mental sickness. And thanks to the work they've been doing on their communication, my clients were able to be more patient, more understanding, more gentle, and more kind, both with themselves as well as with the person who was going through sickness. Many of my communication clients told me they felt less defensive this year. One of them said to me, you know, Alejandra, it's like that button that was readily available for someone to push at any given moment has been deactivated. And so it's not like it's not there, but when others push it, nothing happens. I don't get reactive like I used to, and people are nicer to me. A couple of dads I work with became more understanding of their little sons. They learned in our coaching sessions how the human brain develops through time and what kind of communication is respectful at various stages of their little children's development. They learned that their children were not intentionally giving them a hard time, but that their children were in need of emotional regulation because they were the ones having a hard time. When I heard these dads tell me, 
Alejandra, when I understood that I was my son's source of safety, I realized that I was committed to giving him what my own dad could not give me. I also realized that I didn't need to keep punishing him anymore. And that guilt I felt after punishing this little being I love so much evaporated. In the professional front, a couple of clients had the ability to ask for a raise in their jobs and ask their clients for a higher fee. And the outcome was that they were able to accomplish a more respectful compensation. Four of my clients were able to set important boundaries they doubted they could ever be able to set with important people in their lives. As a result, they found self-respect. And this ability to set boundaries gave them confidence to value themselves and take care of themselves. Another client came out as a trans man and recruited the support of his family and workmates. Not only that, but he had the generosity of sharing his journey with us at the Language Alchemy podcast. If you haven't yet, I highly encourage you to go and listen to episode 73. Many of the couples I worked with this year were able to recommit to choosing one another and finding loving and mature ways of staying together while deepening their connection. Why? Because they learn to talk to one another with vulnerability, authenticity, and generosity. And after working on their communication and learning how to strengthen the bond of love and connection, two couples I've supported decided to get married. And I am so touched to share with you that they both asked me to officiate at their weddings. And then there are my communication coaching students. Wow, so many of them learn to listen skillfully, to create a safe space for others when others said things that were triggering to them or when they felt uncomfortable by what they heard. These students who attended the Choosing True Connection online course told me that they were able to be more present and to be aware that they had a choice. One of them said, I worked on myself so much, Alejandra, before this course, and I have done therapy for years. But this course gave me the key to my freedom to stop treating those I love badly when I get triggered. Wow, this is major, beautiful accomplishments. And I also witnessed several parents I work with, their ability to heal the relationship with their adult children. In one situation, a mother was able to set important boundaries with her daughter. Another parent was able to tell his son how much he respected and supported his choices. And another mother was able to go from relationships with her adult daughters in which they barely talked to her to a relationship in which her daughters are now reaching out to her for advice and support. And then there's this dear client who had a very hard time during the pandemic. He isolated himself so much that he did not leave his house for almost a year. And I have to tell you, now he has stepped out of his house several times. He has reached out to extended family who have embraced him 
And he also changed his job. And he has beautiful goals for his life and his relationships in 2023. And of course, if you've heard me before, or if you've worked or studied with me before, you've heard me say that I am and will be a communication student until my last breath. And I want to share with you that I am so proud that I accomplished sending out a newsletter and putting a podcast episode out there every single week this year, even when I felt tired, sick, or under-resourced. I honored my commitment to you, and every week I had the pleasure of hearing from listeners or newsletter readers who tell me something they found useful or a transformative communication tool that helped them in their lives and relationships. For example, someone told me she saved her honeymoon because of listening to a podcast episode. Another person decided to change his life. I'm not kidding. This is what I heard. Another person felt empowered to talk about racism with her family. And a couple realized they didn't know how to communicate their feelings. All this was possible because of the Language Alchemy podcast. And this is not to toot my own horn. What I'm doing right now is giving you an example of what I said at the beginning. I am acknowledging that I could do these things. So when I face a week in the future when I'm tired or sick or under-resourced, or maybe I don't feel like writing or recording a podcast, now my brain can record that I was already able to do this and I can do it again. And I want to share one more thing. Personally, and I know I'll do a podcast episode about this in 2023, but I was able to tap into a renewed sense of belonging with my family in Argentina. And that was because of how I communicated with them. And I could not be more grateful for how my family has embraced me and reaffirmed my need for belonging. So as the end of 2022 approaches, I want to encourage you to do the same and recognize what you've been able to do in your relationships and in your life with your communication. Your brain needs this and your future self will be deeply thankful. To help you, I have some questions for you. You may want to write this down. So here's the first question. What is something you've been able to communicate with more clarity this year? Number two, what's something you've been able to communicate with more compassion? Number three, what's something you've been able to communicate with greater confidence? Number four, what transformations did you experience in a relationship or an interaction as a result of your ability to communicate with greater capacity? And number five, what are the communication tools you were able to use to accomplish communicating with more clarity, confidence, or compassion? And if you can't find the answers to these questions, then simply notice that and make the commitment to take the steps to invest in transforming your life and relationships so that you can have the life and relationships you most want and deserve. The new year is a great time to take those first transformative steps. And now, 
let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, I shared how when we embark on the journey of transformation, we tend to look at what's not working so that we know what we need to transform or change. I talked about the importance of another action that we tend to engage in with less frequency, but that is equally important on the journey of transformation. And that is to acknowledge our successes, accomplishments, qualities, and capacities. Then I shared with you why this is important for your brain and for your future. After that, I gave you many examples of what my clients have been able to accomplish this year and what I myself have accomplished with my communication. And finally, I offered you five questions to reflect on your communication accomplishments. All right, one more thing. I know that if you've been listening to this podcast, if you've been reading my newsletters, attending my courses, or working with me in individual or group coaching, I know you have been learning, developing, and transforming your life and relationships. So give yourself the space to acknowledge yourself, and it would actually give me so much joy to hear this from you. And a beautiful way in which you can share this with me is by going to languagealchemy.socialv, as in Victor, dot I-O. I'll say it again languagealchemy.socialv.io and share your accomplishments with me. And as a thank you, I'll give you a gift, nine crucial steps to prepare yourself for an important conversation. Once again, go to languagealchemy.socialv.io. I will add the link in the show notes. So we've come to the end of this podcast and of this year. Thank you so much for listening. And may you have a very happy new year. Original music by Gary LaPoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.